0: Hey, this is Paco with Just The Tip, bringing you the tips from our everyday conversations that we have in this industry, hopefully making you more successful out there in the field. Chris, thank you for joining me today. I have Chris Neiman from Shure Incorporated here. Chris is the market development and consultant liaison for Shure. Chris, can you tell us a little bit more of what
1: you do for us and or the end users? Absolutely. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's a that's a tough question because i do just about whatever they ask me to do these days. Uh, but... Uh, uh, market development at Sure Sh- at is uh, our group basically interfaces with end users and, and uh, our, our rep firms like ProTech Marketing uh, to bring new products to market or to do training or even uh, troubleshooting in the field when there's challenges or issues. And probably what we do most is helping with the uh, design side right up front, helping make sure that we got the right Sure products involved there and and chris is like one
0: of these wicked smart guys um i can only aspire to be something like him when i grow up and all right chris thanks i appreciate that um i had a phone call the other day from a um a dealer um inquiring about mxa 710s versus the mxa 910 and one that the question that they posed is 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 the 710 a direct replacement for the 910? Can you give us a little more information on that?
1: Absolutely. And that is probably one of the most popular uh, questions that comes up. So this is a good one. Um, The short answer is, and we can just move on with life is no, but, Let's discuss why, because really, at the end of the day, you need to know why it's not a direct replacement. And it's kind it can be a little bit confusing because we do offer two different models of the 710. There's the two-foot version, which has 50 microphone elements in it. And then there's the four-foot version, which has 100 microphone elements in it. Now, if you remember, the 910 uh, has over 100 microphone elements in it as well. And so already there's some comparisons a little bit, but think about the shape of the two devices. The 910, while it looks square, if you take the grill off, it's actually round. It's, it's, it's a circular array. All of those microphone elements are placed all over the place uh, across a, uh, a circle disc type thing. And this gives us great pattern control. It creates like a cone uh, or a flashlight type uh, you know lobe that can be steered all around the room, not only in the x and y axis, but also in the z axis. And the reason that's important is because it rejects all the ambient sound—well, uh, a lot of it anyway—that's outside of that cone. This is critical in the case of a ceiling microphone. Now, the seven ten. What's really awesome about that is it's it can be used in many different ways. It can be put on a table. It could be put on a wall, horizontal or vertical. But when we talk about it being a replacement for the 910, we usually are talking about it being on the ceiling, right? So so right off the bat, the four-foot version having 100 microphone elements is, uh, and being able to create up to eight lobes, that's where people can kind of get confused with the 910 because it does the same thing. I got eight lobes. I got about 100 microphone elements, in fact, more than but that's the only commonality it has. Because the 710 is called a linear array, meaning the microphones are basically all stacked up from one end to the other, not a circular array. That means I have pattern control and a pattern that is perpendicular to the microphone itself. In fact, think about, think about your car axle and wheel. Everybody hang on with me for a second here. <laughs> think, think about that axle. That could be the microphone And the wheel or the tire that's attached is the actual uh, lobe that is formed or the beam, the pattern that is formed off that microphone. And it's is—it's kind of this fan-shaped thing that goes all the way around, completely around the microphone, 360 degrees all the way around. So um, uh, it is more susceptible to ambient noise it doesn't have all that great rejection that the 910 has so so while you can put the 710 on the ceiling you only have control of that lobe basically in in one direction you can steer it along the axis of the the linear mic itself but that's it I can't I don't have any control over the the width basically of it you know from side to side it's wide open yeah. yeah so um I, I will tell you very quickly, I feel like it's there's a fork in the road. You're either going to choose the 710 because it fits an aesthetic requirement. Uh, literally what happens is because the 710 is more susceptible to ambient noise and pickup of whatever's going on in the room, in order to get the microphone to sound like a closer talker microphone, is you have to move it closer to the talker. Uh, That 710, I'm going to need more than one 710 to have it even similar sounding to a 910. Uh, I'll have to distribute more of them throughout the room. And so if I have to meet that aesthetic requirement, that 710 is a great option, but just know you're probably going to spend more money in microphones than you would with the 910. Now, the other side of the fork in the road is that it is purely a budget-driven thing because Paco, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the 710 is roughly half the price of a 910. Yep, it is. Yeah, so if, if we're trying to meet a budget requirement strictly and we're willing to compromise on you know, that premier audio quality that the 910 has, uh, the 710 does meet that and fit that criteria. And, and frankly, very quickly, higher education has helped illustrate this uh, greatly. They can't afford a 910. They can put seven tens in because they can get more of them in the room, and then when you pair that up with our processing, like the P three hundred or even our Intellimix room software processing, wow! Now you can have a much more premium audio conference system at a much lower cost. That's frankly easier to get up and run. And that, and, and that
0: the uh, Intellimix or the P three hundred, excuse me, comes in both of them.
1: Yeah, when you're ta- you're talking about the algorithms for AEC and noise reduction and all that stuff, you're exactly right. We have that processing on board the 710 uh, as well. So if you don't need any other interconnectivity to your system, uh, you could use right there the onboard processing, and you're ready to go. Oh, it's a fantastic option to have. Yep, yeah. We find that it, folks are just looking for a, a a way to get the 910 cheaper, and um, this is not that. Right. It's just a different option. Different option.
0: Well, and, and and as we all know in in our industry, in our world option we got to have multiple options because not everybody's playing in the same economic platform if you will so
1: and hey if your conference room sounds great acoustically like if you got a really good sounding uh, uh conference room the 710 performs really well sure it's when it, it really you want to get back to that 910 if you have a real challenging conference room and we're trying to mic from the ceiling so yep, yep.
0: yep. chris i appreciate it um i feel i feel enlightened yet again I feel enlightened every time I talk to you though. So um I appreciate it. I want to thank everybody for listening. We want you all to please chime in. And if you have suggestions, please email us at reps at protec-m.com. We are listening to you guys out there and we can only get as good as we are by you guys giving us feedback on what, what you want to hear your pain points, things of that nature. Uh, Chris, I appreciate your time. Um, and until next time, thank you.
1: Thanks Paco.